everyone. Welcome back to Banana for Your Head Top. I'm pretty sure this is our fifth episode now, so we're kind of insane. We're getting it going over Zoom, so that's going to be fun and interesting, but we're excited to be able to bring another podcast over the airways from our homes. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing today? Doing good. Yeah. Feeling great. It's good. great to be back. It's been yeah. too long. It has been too long. We should probably make this more of a regular occurrence, but... Uh, we're working our way towards that. We're working our way towards that. Um, we have a really, really good uh, slate for everyone today. We're excited about what we get to talk about. Um, we're going to start off with something Andrew's really passionate about and uh, has developed a strong opinion about over the past, what would you say, day, two days? Mm-hmm. Something like yeah. that. But uh, Andrew, why don't you take us away with your opinion on salt and pepper shakers? Yeah, I'll actually I'll even mention how it all came together, how this even came to my attention. But actually, before that, there's something else I want to bring to the attention of everybody. Uh, it's actually just a concern that I have that I want to just mention real quick. Yeah. Uh, this past week, uh, 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 you and I were in a meeting, actually, and someone had the audacity to uh, say banana on your head top. That did happen. So I want to just clear things up first and foremost before we get into anything else. Yeah. Banana for your head top. And there is a difference because if you say banana on your head top, that is referring to like physically there is an actual banana on your head. Mm -hmm. And that is not, that's not what we're getting at. It's banana for your head top. It's disrespectful to the entire premise of what we're doing here and what we stand for. So exactly. Thank you for bringing Uh, that up. No. Yeah. I just, it's been on my mind. Once, yeah, we clear that up. Make Good. sure no one else, you know, falls into that kind of slander. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Good. I got that off my chest. I feel yeah. Great. Um, and if you're listening, you were the one who said that. Just you know, maybe just reflect on um, the choices you're making and where you went wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and how you can be better. And yeah. you know, I think we can all do that. But anyway, here we go. Salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, that's what we're actually here to talk about right now. And this comes up from from my. Uh, aunt pointing out um, that we had our our salt and pepper shakers wrong that we had the we have here at my house the salt mm-hmm. in the two hold shaker and the pepper in the three hold shaker of course and and for me that's always been normal yeah. I've never thought anything differently that's always made sense to me the salt comes out quicker so put it in the one with less holes you can you can uh, moderate it you mm-hmm. can kind of mm-hmm. you know it's a little easier to um, not put too much However, she pointed out that it was wrong, and, and this almost was confusing to me also because she's family. I'm like, isn't this something we all all do? It was really betrayal, to too. Together. Like, she was betraying yeah. who you were as Alavas. Like, like I, I know it's a different sides of the family and stuff, but, like, it's just, it's it's almost uh, enraging. <laughs> I, could not, <laughs> I could not believe what I was hearing. But, but then Very I was passionate. Okay. I was like, okay, different perspective. Let's, you know, deal with this sensitively. Yeah. So I take it in and I think to myself, does that make sense to me? And I immediately rejected it. And so Good. in thinking through, I went to look it up because I said, you know what, this can't be right. This needs to be, this needs to be addressed mm-hmm. and corrected. Yeah. And so I looked it up and uh, sure enough, there's, there's actually uh, no definitive answer, which is always great when you're having a debate, you're very um, one side. Yeah. And you're very convinced it's right. And you look it up and it turns Nothing. out there's no right or wrong. That mm-hmm. sucks. So it means you're However, both right. Well, 
it feels more like we're both wrong. <laughs> but still, I would say I'm right. And my of reasoning course. is the salt will come out quicker. Put it mm-hmm. in the one with less holes. If you want more salt, shake it a little more. Right. Right. Well, um, so I guess a counterpoint would be that potentially pepper makes a bigger impact on your food. Like it has a more bold taste and it has a bigger chance to ruin. So if you overindulge in pepper with the three holes, you've ruined your meal. Whereas with salt, maybe you've added a little too much sodium, but you know what? You'll be fine. You'll work it off. But pepper, you've just made it bad now. It tastes bad. That I, yeah, Not yeah. my opinion necessarily, but that I'm just throwing around what people might argue for this no and you know what you might you might be right that's actually not an argument i've i've heard um in going around and arguing this with people on the streets yeah (laughs) but i uh i i would agree i think if i was to put a little too much salt i would not be as mad as if i put a little too much pepper yeah um yeah yeah i Again, it doesn't come down to any definitive real uh, side because, you know, you could get like that sea salt. It's a little bigger. Yeah. You might need more holes yeah. so that you can actually get it out. Very situational. Um, Depends on what yep, you're working maybe with. Maybe you are someone who loves salt, wants more salt. You put it in the three hole because mm. you know you're always going to load it mm. on. And you know what? It, uh, that's okay. It comes down to whatever your preference is. I'm willing to um, concede. Well, sorry, no. I can see you're not willing to do that because you're passionate. <laughs> no, I'm willing to say uh, compromise. I'm willing to compromise yes, yes. and say that if you would like to do it that way, that's all right. However, I want you to know I will not change my ways. Salt Good. in the two, pepper in the three. Well, after all, as we know, uh, truth is relative nowadays. So it could be anything for to anybody in any time. So uh, to tell someone that two holes is for salt, you would be offending many people. I know that for a fact. But my question is, why not make both of them three holes or both of them? Like, why the difference? What's the point? Just put a a salt or a pepper on the label. And now we know, like, I just, just universalize holes in shakers. (laughs) And you know what? I'm going to tell you this right now for people that are, are into the two or three debate. That's just, that's just outrageous that you would even say that because it has to be two and three. Right. No, I, you know what? I would agree. (laughs) I think when it comes down to it, like really at the heart of it, I, it does not matter because we also have a a salt thing that has like eight different holes. Yeah. That's one of those long ones. Yeah. It's just, you shake it on, you're good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also I've heard the technique of pouring those both salt and pepper into your hand first and then sprinkling it on your food, how you mm -hmm. want. So there's different levels to it, but once again, not trying to offend anyone, like you said, but in this debate, in this context, two, three, doesn't matter. Unless sure. you're Andrew and you're offended by that. How about we just move on? You know what? I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm just getting mad overall. And I think our viewers are getting mad too. Um, so yeah, let's rage. move on. Andrew is passionate. I'm not. I like pepper and salt in three whole containers. Anyways. Final word. Um, we're we're going to move on to a, a topic that I thought about 15 minutes before this podcast. Oh, maybe 15 is a bit of a stretch. But this week I was watching um, X Games, the winner X Games on TSN. 
Uh, and it's fun to watch. I enjoy watching skiing and, and, and snowboarding in extreme ways. Like he on X game mode, actually. So I enjoy watching it. Um, but I came across a new um, event that I've never heard of, and I'll bring it up later. But it sparked my imagination to ask, what are the best winter sports to both play and watch? So we're going to start by ranking our top three winter activities to play, to partake in um, when we can, when things are open again. Uh, so Andrew, why don't you start us off with your top, your third favorite winter activity to play in? Sure. Third favorite winter activity to play in, I was going to put possibly um, snowboarding slash skiing. I know that's a classic. That's a lot of fun to do, an adrenaline rush. Um, I know I'm not uh, necessarily very good at either of those. <laughs> I also know that I prefer snowboarding. I always thought it was cooler. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to come out here and say that um, skiing is uh, bad or anything like that. I'm putting them on, on equal terms. Mm -hmm. Of course. And, of course. Uh, but I'll also say I probably will never ski in my life. <laughs> oh, really? Um, because given the option, I'll probably pick snowboarding every time. Right, right. Either way, third was beaten out by downhill sledding, which is the only way to do it because there's no alternative downhill sledding. There's no upward has, sledding, of course. You could have, I could have just said sledding, but it sounds right. cooler. Yeah, yeah. It sounds downhill more official. Sledding. Of course. Yeah. I put that third. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's easy one way because it's just gravity, but it falls to third because of the trek you have to make back up the hill. Yeah, you're right. It's tough. It definitely works out your legs. That's great. Mm -hmm. it, it makes it, um, you know, you get some cardio out of it. Yeah. If you're running up the hill, definitely pushes you in that way. So it's actually a lot more physical than you might think. Yeah. It's not a lazy but sport. Is no, it a sport? And there's times, eh, I mean. It's activity. I think if you made it competitive somehow, it can be. Which it, then we're I looking at with, luge and stuff like that, like actual yeah, bottom. Well, or or just even like who can go the furthest? Right, right, to right. The bottom first, sure. going off a hill, who lands it? Yeah, whatever. Best you know, trick. you add some competition to it. Yeah. Or even like freestyling, you're going downhill through the forest. You have the fresh pow. <laughs> fresh pow. Um, that that might make it a sport i mean you could play yeah. like actual like other sports competitively or leisurely but mm -hmm. I, okay anyway i like that i would put put that third sure um you said my third uh, is skiing i haven't skied for long well you said snowboarding i'm gonna say skiing uh, growing up i'm with you snowboarding has always looked and felt cooler like it's always been that okay sean white this guy's incredible yeah. that's my guy but uh I tried snowboarding once and I cracked my head off the ground when I caught an edge. So I've never done it since I hurt myself bad and I went to skiing and it actually is super enjoyable. It's easier than snowboarding in a sense, like in, in different ways, uh, but super enjoyable. And like you said, there's nothing like shredding some fresh pow, uh, fun mm -hmm. times with friends. Ski lifts are great too. Like that added benefit. You're talking about the issue with sledding of walking up the hill all the time. Ski lifts are fun. I mean, they're an enjoyable time. You get to chat with your friends. A little cold, yep. I, I'll say that, but uh, it takes the, the physical aspect away from skiing to the same extent as sledding uh, where you have to walk up the hill all the time. Um, so I'm putting skiing at my number three. What's your number two? 
Actually, you want to go with your number two? Because mine might be a little unconventional. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I actually, I put my sledding, downhill sledding, of course, as my second, just because that's a, a childhood classic. It's retro. It's uh, something that every every Canadian kid specifically, I think, has done. Uh, and man, when you get to make like a train with your friends or you get kind of crazy and you have eight people and, and you make a train this way or horizontal, I guess people can't see my hands. But um, and then you go down the hill and everyone is just everywhere and it's a yard sale and someone has a broken neck and a broken toe. It's fun. I like that makes me laugh so much. To me, that's worth the walk up the hill, um, the bonding experience from sledding. So that's my number two. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's great. Great uh, fellowship thing. We might have to do a top 10 of fellowship activities. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I'm going to go my number two might be i said is unconventional it's yeah. not something that's necessarily probably on a lot of people's lists or maybe even thought of but my number two is actually football and this oh. was actually a classic growing up okay uh, in uh like elementary school yeah uh, during recess a lot of times in the summer we'd be playing soccer and in the winter we'd be playing football Dude, and yeah, yeah. it was because you could tackle into the snow which guess what doesn't actually pad your fault that much at a certain point nope because guess what's under there ice pain anyway <laughs> just pure pain just but pain. all worth it yeah and and all the memories from playing football in the snow during um yeah recess i remember we had a we'd always be playing and then we'd have to stop when a teacher would come because we'd be playing tackle obviously it's the snow yeah you have to be playing tackle and yeah and teachers would come and we'd kind of disperse, just be throwing the ball around, you know, we're all good kids. Yeah. But we had one teacher who would actually let us play, let us do our nice. thing. And that was always a good time. Um, but uh, it's a classic. Yeah. You're right. Great. That's a fun, fun game. Especially in Fresh Pow. Like we've talked about Fresh Pow a lot, oh, yeah. but when you can actually tackle someone on grass, like it's grass, but then like a layer of fresh snow. Oh, come on now. Yep. And I mean, it tech technically it's very annoying to play in the snow you're slower with the ball doesn't roll or anything it just stops if it's ever like fumbled or dropped or True. whatever yeah and just like it's cold but you're bundled up in everything you're warm you're moving yeah. around you're yeah. fine yeah i think if in the nfl playing in snow is probably not your favorite conditions to play in but as a as a young elementary school aged child i one of the the best activities to do as a college student it's something i want to do it's so fun <laughs> that's a good one um, i wonder if we have the same number one i think mine's pretty obvious but uh of course i have to choose some odr hockey with the boys and girls um but uh playing odr hockey is just amazing um seeing the different jerseys that people have we'll talk about jerseys another time but uh, just being able to sport your favorite jersey uh, and chilling out with the boys and the girls playing some ODR hockey on a pond, just winter, brisk breeze. Uh, and I mean, to the fullest extent, uh, I've seen videos of like Lake Louise. And when people play on that, like hockey on uh, Banff water, like it's incredible. And it's definitely a dream of mine to play like out West one day with the mountains in the background. But for now, I'm going to settle with Ontario pond hockey, but still mm -hmm. really fun and worth it for anyone. Yeah. And just to clarify, like Ontario pond hockey, although it might seem 
less magnificent than than uh, you know uh, in the mountains kind yeah. of thing with that landscape in the background it's still just as as special mm-hmm. and I think it, it's got to be like a Canadian thing yeah because my number one is also I, I put hockey it's a, any Canadian knows it's a classic when it comes to winter sports there it, it can't be beat that's Not, like yeah like whether whether lacrosse or, or hockey is the national sport like officially doesn't really matter because when it comes to the the winter it's it's hockey all the way mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. like it's it, it's within the very blood of uh canadians yeah like it's in the dna like it has to be but yeah. absolutely at the distinction of outdoor on the pond it's uh something something amazing when mm-hmm. you can just get a bunch of friends together you're playing pond hockey just having okay. fun go top it's, cheese it's bar down ski. good times yeah come on now so <laughs> give uh, some church i was actually able to oh. i was able to do that yesterday uh I, my dad has a friend who built a rink in his backyard and Wicked. so we were able to go just uh me my my brother my dad and my sister just go play two nice. two. that's huge that's uh, huge did you win so ah, tough um um i uh we can talk later. Uh, we we had fun. It's all about fun. All about fun. All about fun. We're all winners. Yeah. Okay. So undebatably, hockey, especially for Canadian kids, top top one to play. But uh, now we want to move on to watch to to mm-hmm. see on TV or live. Like live would probably be a better experience. But uh, I guess I'll go first for this one. I didn't really put them in order, but I guess I'll have to put this one as my third one. And it's the new one that I, I, I just learned about the other day. And it's called Knuckle Huck. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. X Games Knuckle Huck. And it's where in both skiing and snowboarding, they avoid the big jump that's usually on a hill for big air events. And they go right around it. And then off the lip, which they call the knuckle of the hill, but they just throw themselves off and do a trick. And you might need to search it up as a viewer or you, Andrew, but some of the moves are incredible. Like some guy basically did a flip before he got off the knuckle and touched his head to the snow as he was shooting himself off the knuckle. It was just like this wicked thing. Like it's just such a creative thing and it's X Games. So the guys are uh, are just really creative with what they're doing. So easily now my top top three because – it was fun to watch. It's entertaining. They got personalities. So, I mean, that's, that's an easy win for there. Wow. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I've never heard of that. And so I have to look I, it, I looked up. it up and I'll, I'll uh, watch some of that later, Yeah, but that's, that seems intense. And I, with uh, my top three, it also kind of follows in, in um, uh, like Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I'm, I know this is probably not uh, allowed, but I'm going to just defer my two and three to a two or like a, a there. I have a one and then I guess I have everything else. Okay. And okay. then I guess instead I have winter sports. I don't want to watch. Right. Right. Because like I, in looking, ones. I went, I went, okay. When I think of the Olympics, the Olympics is usually the only time I'll actually watch winter sports uh, because, you know, you train for, for Canada and you know mm-hmm. you're just tracking with it and it's cool and it's you know it's a that's the major event that's what 
these athletes are training for. That's like the highest level that you would yeah. want to get to. And so I, in looking at the different Olympic sports, I, I was actually even surprised at what ones I actually found myself at, at thinking I do actually enjoy watching. And so a lot of the skiing and snowboarding events, I yeah. like watching the ski yeah. jumping is fun. The alpine mm, skiing, true. Um, uh, the freestyle, like snowboard, uh, snowboard yeah. cross, yeah. half pipe, all classics, um, bobsled, skeleton. Those are actually kind of cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is just their sledding, it's it's just like fascinating. A lot of yeah. things because the I'm speed they reach too. Eh? I can't do these kind of things. Yeah. Um, I also have to put, uh, and even I think I was kind of surprised from myself in putting this there but speed skating mm-hmm. is kind of cool to watch mm-hmm. and actually figure skating sometimes yeah i think yeah. the the spins and the flips of like all the stuff they're doing crazy like just it's insane. very impressive and it's very interesting to watch yeah i think when it gets extra with all the dancing and stuff and just like i don't know how it's scored or whatever yeah you're losing me there yeah but I'm not going to knock it and say that it's totally uninteresting because that's not true. However, there are some that I, that I don't like watching. Sure. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be, um, cross country skiing. Yeah. Yeah. For the same reason as, um, like marathons and stuff, you're basically, we're watching super long event mm-hmm. where there's minimal action and you're basically watching people put themselves through pain. Yeah. Just tell me who wins really at that point. Like I don't need exactly. to see it. Because I'm not watching an hour long no. of somebody no. skiing yeah. slowly. And I'm sure if we I, did cross country skiing, we might we might appreciate it more. But um, but for what it's worth, right now, eh, kind of boring to watch. We're not talking about playing. We're talking about watching, and it's not enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I'm not getting through that. And then uh, the there was one more. Oh, yeah, the moguls. You don't like As, the moguls? No, I thought I did. I actually don't. It's just, it's almost like the strobe effect. And then it just looks like they're breaking their legs. Well, it's yeah, but that's why it's impressive. Like, do you not re- like, I think his name was like Alexandre Bilodeau when we were like, that guy's incredible. The guy was insane. Oh, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm not knocking the fact that all of these, like they have to right. be incredible athletes to do right. any of this stuff. But as um, far as entertainment value, meh yeah like what are you doing what are you putting yourself through it yes. just seems like it hurts Pain. yeah yeah although okay you know we could disagree on that but it would be fun to watch and as they're going down the hill like make noises like that type of thing as yeah, they hit so we'll have to watch together and actually make it fun um well so that's your top two and three all like and actually yeah, and I'm. This might hurt for you, but I have to put curling. You're gonna put curling. Okay, so I when you said there's ones you don't watch, I was like, he's gonna say curling, and then you didn't, and I was proud. Um, and it's not in my top. I, did. three. I didn't put it in my top three, but it's an honorable mention for sure. Like I, yeah. I, re- I respect curling. I want to try it. I've never tried it, but I think it's a cool form of darts. Like I really do. Like I think it's well, maybe not a cool form, but a different form, ice form. I don't know. You know Curling, what? I like watching it during class too. Not that I don't pay attention, but like, it's just a, a low, imp- like you can watch <laughs> it. It's entertaining. And when they get amped and make a good shot, come on now. 
You know what? You're right. I should put it in a different category because in thinking about it, I there's definitely more I owe to curling than that. Yes. It's it would be rude of me to put it in that category. Yeah. Because the amount of times you grab a, a broom and you simulate curling. Yeah. It's iconic. It's yeah. actually iconic. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. But also I it's just I think it's just the like the waiting and the slow pace of them rolling it. I know that mm. there's a lot to it, the way they spin it and stuff. Sure. And so uh, you know, that I don't want to make anybody mad. I'm sure it's a very hard skill to master. Absolutely. But the only part that actually, the only part that I really, I guess, enjoy is when the rocks all collide, makes a cool (laughs) noise. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I should put it in that category completely, but it's kind of like a middle, like mediocre. Um, but, uh, so that's your top two and three, like 15 within top two and three. That's my, that's my, I just, I have like, a number sure. one and everything else is right, right. is inferior. Yeah. In I don't know if we'll have the same number one. I, we probably do. Uh, my number two, you said my number two is half pipe. Cause to me, that's a classic. And like I mentioned, yep. Sean white, like it's just Sean white. as a kid, yeah. like there were two guys in the X game or like that cool uh, skater boy world that you looked up to. And Tony Har, Tony Hawk and Sean white, like those are the go-to yep, guys on. from when I was a kid. Like, so Sean White made 100%. snowboarding what it was and it made half pipe cool. So watching that is always incredible to see guys uh, rip fresh pow. I, I don't have much of an opinion, but it. it's just really cool to watch. So, no, and absolutely. it's iconic in, in my memories about Sean White. So definitely top two. No. Yeah. Sean White is, is, is uh, definitely the man. Yeah. I, like that just growing up is the same thing. He's yeah. the coolest guy there was. Yeah, and you like, hear about him all the time. Thing. And the dude's like with skateboarding too. And I'm like, wow, which yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. Those X games, they're intense. They're, they started somewhere. They have to yeah. do something in the summer. So yeah. why, why not, not pick up the snowboarding on wheels? Like, yeah, for sure. It's, but I think, snowboarding I, think on wheels. A, I think a small part of me it ends up growing my hair out longer than I should uh, just because I wanted to be him. Yeah. No, come on. But I'll now. never perfect that red hair. Yeah. But oh iconic. iconic. But yeah. Um, so you're number one. We're down to it now. What are you thinking? For me, mm-hmm. it was an easy choice. Number yeah. one was was very easy. And it's it has to be hockey. Yeah. And yeah. It took number one in both categories for me. I don't know if you had the same thing. I do. I do have hockey there, but a specific brand of hockey. Okay. It, like so NHL for sure fun to watch right now mm-hmm. tough because the Sens are tough they're tough to watch I still yep. enjoy watching hockey when I can the specific brand I'm talking about is either world juniors or olympics like those yep. are key memories 2010 Sidney Crosby goal unmatched um, last year uh world juniors Laffy Taffy Quinton Byfield you got Baron Hayton like those guys like it's just iconic every year. You think of Eberle's goal against Russia. Oh, come like, on. Yep. Just combined to me so that it's national sports. When I can cheer for Canada with all of Canada, and I'm actually a yep. fan along with fans yep. I usually hate, like Leaf fans, um, I enjoy that because wow. we can be on the same team for once. Um, so for sure. And the excitement, the nervous energy, unmatched. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I have it for the same reasons. I... I it's that that stage makes just elevates it 
and every game becomes interesting because you're really playing for something. Yeah. A lot of regular season games in the NHL or even just any major sport can sometimes be like, oh, it is what it is. It's not yeah. necessarily the most exciting. You're just watching for, you know, the, to watch. watching the sport. Yeah. But when it actually is like, there's something to play for and it's a national level, you're representing your country. It's the best of the best. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's no, I don't think there's really any other sport where their, their national tournament, except for the world cup, like yeah. for soccer, like the world cup. Yeah. Where like the, the intrigue is so high. Yeah. And it, I, obviously this is like from a Canadian thing. Cause you ask anywhere else in the, any, any else, in, anywhere else in the world, most of them aren't going to care so much about Olympic hockey. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, soccer is all over the place. So the world yeah. cup takes, bigger, has a sure. way higher uh, globally. Yeah. But for us Canadians, it's, so iconic yeah memories and even just like tournaments where I wasn't uh even born like and I'll never cheer for the U.S. when it comes to Olympic hockey no like the miracle on ice right like there's Uh, still something there's still some um history just like just so many um crazy memories you you mentioned Jordan I really Mm -hmm. uh you mentioned um, uh, Sidney Crosby, yeah. like, and oh yeah, the main point you mentioned was how it brings fans who wouldn't regularly be cheering together, especially when it comes to Canadian teams. Yeah. The rivalries are huge all the yeah. time, so that's that's crazy to have like all these players united and then the nation united. Yeah, like, the fact that Brad Marchand can be a Canadian, a good guy. yeah. Oh it's, my gosh. It's crazy to me to think about how the jersey he's wearing changes my perception completely. Because as soon yeah. as I see yeah. the Boston Bruins on the ice, hate him. Can't don't give me him. that. Like as a Sens fan, like I understand the fans hate him. I still don't like him as a Sens fan. Like I don't. Ugh. Yeah. But then as soon as he's wearing the Canada jersey, it's he's okay. one of us. Like yeah. it's yeah. like go go get him. Yeah. Play your heart out. Yeah. And we um, were talking about like the beauty of it too, if the NHL allows players back, is how good the next team will be. Like you got yeah. McKinnon, McDavid, uh, Crosby alongside Stamkos. Like just, it's going to be incredible to watch. Like just a fun time and a fun game. But uh, we could probably talk about that in our Olympic preview next year when we do 2022 Olympic preview. So we'll talk about what we think about good. it. But uh, for sure, it unites well, a lot of people. And, and I think that's kind of a, a great sermon illustration is how mm-hmm. the church should be like that. Come on now. Or like, like the fact that as fans of the Canadian team, we're all wearing the same jersey, even though we might support all those other teams. And if mm-hmm. we were wearing those jerseys, you know, you wouldn't really like another person. Yeah. But as soon as you're, that's your identity, then there you're it like is. united. Ooh. No matter what other team you were cheering Ooh. for, we're all part of the same team now. Come on now. Come on now. And that, my friend is a perfect segue into our final conversation. You're talking about the church and what it's important about. And a huge aspect of being a Christian and being in the church is worship. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're talking specifically about worship songs today. And we want to rank our top five worship song bridges. Um, what is the best bridge in a song to come out of the past any years from a worship song? Um, so I think the best way to do this is to give our top four first. Like we'll go say our top four 
then you'll all say mine. Uh, then we'll do an honorable mention, then the top one, uh, just for time's sake here. So Andrew, sure. what are your, not top four, sorry, your, your fifth top. to second right. uh, top five? Um, oh, where's my list? Here it is. Uh, I, I, yeah, I had to kind of put this together. Uh, mm-hmm. I could end up finding myself wrong later on. Um, yeah. Or I have... I have Greater You Lord. I have the Bridge of Greater You Lord. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have Oceans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have With Everything by mm-hmm. Hillsong. And then I have What a Beautiful Name. Mm-hmm. I had to put that uh, okay. there. Okay. So can you give some reasoning for just briefly for each one there? Sure. And there's a lot of factors to it. Yeah. I don't want to base any of it based on... Um, just like musically or anything like that. Yeah. I want power of the lyrics. Yep. I want how it, um, you know, like a moment I associate with it, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So personal experience. Lord, yeah, exactly. Greater Lord I have as it's just cause it's, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's very strong. Um, just very solid uh, uh, words and lines. Just the song in general became a classic and, mm-hmm. and it's been it's a very powerful song. Yeah, that's why it got to that. So I have that there just because of it, it, that. Yep. Oceans, I have a little less um, because of what it means to me personally, and more what it means to a lot of other people. Yeah. And just the way that it it was at the time. Yeah. Um. So it's a that's a big one. That's definitely one that I'm sure a lot of people have had their moments with. Um. So I have that. It drops down a little bit just because it's it's been a while. Um, yeah, yeah, but but I, I have that there sure. because I got to mention it. Yeah, I have with everything because a little more personal uh, mm-hmm. a, because of uh, camp experience. Um, Good but one. Yeah. Just like another really powerful song. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then what a beautiful name. Another classic. That one barely and, needs any explanation. And I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's just it's very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. That's all I could really say about it. Yeah, I, it yeah. goes without saying. Yeah, um, those are really good. I'm a fan, and I we should preface this conversation. I know we're halfway through it, but uh, it isn't saying that these songs are better worship songs per se. Like we're a fan of all worship songs. It's all good. Yeah, um, but. This is just our preferences for our bridges. So my my bottom four are, I have with everything on there. It's just such a powerful bridge. Um, the way you repeat, like it's almost like it, it something rises up within you, talks about like triumph. Like it's just such a good thing. Um, yep. What a beautiful name is my fourth. Uh, I think it's probably one of the more iconic ones though, for sure. Like how divert, like you can slide that in almost anywhere. People... Uh, put it in all the time it talks about so much different stuff and then I put oceans in because of the cultural impact that it had on so many people to the point where people are like it's overplayed which by the way it's not overplayed anymore so we can play it again it's just a good song <laughs> and it means a lot yep. to me personally like to to when I was probably a junior high when it came out so like just as a, a, a young person then hearing those things I was like wow I'm so excited to go be a Christian you know like it was just exciting and then my second one is the stand by Hillsong because oh, yeah. what a banger first of all and 
as a kid, like I, I was just like, I was, I would sing it all the time, like just over and over again. Um, a good song about surrender. It's powerful. Like I never get over it. Like it, it will always have an impact when it says, and it's a good reminder. So uh, a lot of, I think good ones up there, but my, my top one is, Oh, just good stuff up there. So yeah. uh, what are some of your honorable mentions or maybe one, but that didn't quite make the cut before we get to our number one. Right. Well, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned the stand because I didn't have that in there. But when you mentioned mm -hmm. it, it's great stuff. Actually, for my own real mentions, I had somebody send in their list and I want to read them out. And some of them have been sure uh, will overlap. But this comes from Alicia. Hello. One of our that is my uh, girlfriend. Listeners, right. Yeah. Yeah. And also I dedicated currently listener. dating. Oh, right. Right. Forgot about that. Make sure I plug that. Mention that. Sure. 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 Shout out to her. If you're there. Yeah. Thanks for everything anyway and the mobile appreciate it yeah come on now fellowship <laughs> top 10 fellowship there activities there it is anyway uh here's uh some of her and it has the lyrics so holy ground yeah, chains fall fear bow yeah uh what a beautiful name death cannot hold you yeah right we went over that do it again so you move you move the oh, mountains true uh yeah yeah this is this is the move miracles happen yeah or, yeah, yeah, yeah when you move sinking deep your love's Come so deep. We know, uh, uh, shout out to Christian. That'd be top of his list. For sure. <laughs> uh, glorious day. Yeah. I needed rescue. Yeah. And king of my heart. Ooh. You're never going to let me down. Those are good. Those are really good. Very solid choices. And um, she's a worship leader. So yeah. So she's that in that world. A verified list. Of course, I'm a worship leader as well, though. So like we're, we're all on this. You are too. Like we're all yeah. pretty verified. Um. I, yeah, those are really good choices. I put in my honorable mentions, uh, pursue all I need is you, uh, the medley version. Cause that, that just slaps. Um, mm -hmm. the blessing is a newer one. So it's not like quite iconic, but it really got up there quickly because of quarantine yeah. and everything. So it really came on strong. It's a long bridge. It repeats itself a lot. We were talking about how it's for many, many children and their children and their children. Um, and then tremble. Uh, I forget right. that bridge, but it's really, really powerful, right? Like I, your name. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it a life. Slaps. Yeah. yeah, it just gets you really excited. So those are my honorable mentions that didn't quite make it, but deserve deserve some some love. Yep. And even you mentioned the medley, and and even all I need is you is a great mm -hmm. one, just like mm -hmm. the actual like, that song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even adding it as a medley part and adding that in works so well elevation so, absolutely and yeah, actually so, i'm if i can mention one more honorable mm -hmm. mention uh uh champion yeah yeah very yeah. very powerful yeah bridge for there sure. and i know uh, that yeah powerful for a lot of people um, i i think i should go with my number one because it actually yeah. has been mentioned go ahead um my number one is actually holy ground mine too it, mine no too. way it is yes. wow yeah it has to be the bridge is be. extremely, extremely Dude. powerful. Dude. Um might as well just read the bridge then since it's number yeah, one. You're right, you're right. It deserves okay. some chains love. fall, fear bow, here now. Jesus, you changed everything. Lives healed, hopes found, here now, Jesus, you change everything. Yeah. And I mean, just yeah. like just it it's always so powerful even to just declare that yourself. Yeah. So just uh yeah yeah the first time i heard it was at uh eod youth convention uprising 
and I was weeping. Like I would like for sure the environment plays a big role, but those yeah. lyrics hit me so hard. Like, yeah. and it's been powerful in our youth group. It was kind of like a meme. Like it was when you first hear in the song, like the symbols going and then they bring everything yeah, you know in right in. then. Oh my gosh. Like we're joking. Like you faint immediately. Like you're on the ground as soon as that happens. Right. So it's been like, it's a really impactful song. And still every time it comes on, I'm like, let's go. It's holy ground. I'm waiting for the bridge. It gets like the buildup in it. It's just incredible how it gets like, oh, the feeling. And I know it's not about Chills. feeling. It's not, it's not all about feeling, but it plays a role for sure. It plays a role. Yeah. It's good. Uh, absolutely. And that might be a good topic. Uh, uh, worship song intros. And yeah. It sounds You're like right. that'll be number one. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can obviously tell which song coming up as soon as you hear Ooh. a certain part at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. I, and even, I think sometimes you hear that coming, you know, the song you associate it with whatever moments you've had, mm-hmm. or even just like, if it is the bridge for you, yeah. Like for, for whoever, if it is the bridge that always gets you, it's, it's that feeling of like, I can't wait to get to those words mm-hmm. when we're singing that because yeah. I know that that's what really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a bad thing to have that, but yeah, I don't know about fainting. And it's still right a away. song, right? Like it's a song. You're allowed to be excited about the words in a song and get into a part in a song after all. Like it's a good song. So yeah, I think, okay. One song I did think about was break every chain, but we're talking about bridges and it doesn't really have like a, a br- like a bridge really. Um, it has like the, I hear the chains falling is kind of a bridge, kind of a yeah. adaptation of the, of the chorus. So it's a really good song, powerful worship song, but I had to leave it off because the bridge, like yep. it's not really a distinct thing, but I think I should nope. shout it out. Cause that's a really good song. Same. I was looking through lots of different songs and a lot of the older ones don't have mm-hmm. like the same kind of, uh, yeah. song structure as like songs today yeah so they're missing like a distinct um like uh, bridge really yeah and it's more just like chorus verse whatever yeah and repeating those is still very strong and so it, you know i i think it's good to mention that a bridge doesn't make uh, like it doesn't necessarily uh, uh it's not needed it's not needed no, to make it's a not good necessarily song. It's not necessary for to have like a great reverend song yeah. to the Lord. Come on, but now. but we're just talking about ones that do happen to have them and yeah. are extremely mm-hmm. powerful and and like it, spirit infused. I don't know if that's the right way. I like that it, though. But like it might not be, with, but that's good. Spirit infused. Like with all of these songs, like the people are putting in time and like they're trying to be biblically accurate mm-hmm. and conveying in a way that will help people express to God. Yeah, it's good. So I'm very thankful for worship music. Yeah. So by far and away, Holy Ground, one of the best bridges ever made. Uh, That is verified by our worship friend, Alicia Hillow, Andrew's girlfriend, owner of the Lish Mobile. So thank you to her. Um, We're coming to the end here. We want to shout people out. Andrew, do you have someone who you want to shout out specifically that listens to this podcast, or do you think we've already done that by mentioning Alicia? Uh, I'd like to shout out uh, Alicia Hillow, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We're dating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. 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 Cool. 
um, no, I mean, we, we've mentioned a few people, even Christian, shout out Christian. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, shout out Paul Bastion again. Why not? He said yeah. he was going to, he said he was going to leave, uh, he was going to unfollow the podcast, but Hey, yeah. you best stick around. Yeah. And shout out to Sid because he also said he was going to unfollow the podcast, but, uh, we know we want to show leave. you that. Yeah. We're responding with yeah. love. We yeah. want to know that, Hey, whatever choice you make, we'll you know, be here. We're, we're here to support you. We're here to yeah. talk about whatever you need. Yeah. Is there anybody else? Uh, I'm good. Just want to say hi to my mom. That's yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, to the listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, do you have any other opinion on any of the topics today, especially the worship bridges? We'd love to hear your opinions. Shoot us a text. Be passionate like Andrew with his salt shakers. Um, we hope you have an incredible week uh, or maybe six weeks. We don't know. We'll release another one soon times, but uh, for right now, from Andrew and I. Thank you so much for watching. See you next time. See ya.